I said in a meeting like this, amen should be the common thing. I remember, I remember we were having a meeting 2018 at Holiday Inn. All the members of the church were there when I was prophesying. All of them were stylishly saying amen, amen. Then there was a new member. That was her first time in the church. And I prophesied. She shouted, Amen. Listen. She was listen. She was owing. She was owing school fees of 1008. And I, I, I prophesied. She left the meeting. The next day, someone paid everything for her. I said, You are moving from glory to glory. every day of your life this year God will begin to magnify you you are moving away from depth into plenty God is increasing his grace in your life. Every evil eye against you is stopped. Every evil eye is blinded. They will not see you. Fear is taken away out of your life. Depression is gone away from you. Anxiety is gone away from you. Panic attacks are gone away from you. You will fulfill your destiny. The Spirit saying grace. I hear the Spirit saying grace. The Lord have added more grace. I have given more grace. I have given more grace. I have given more grace. Something is going on here. Something is going on here. People are increasing. They are increasing. This place, all over this place, there's, a, there's such grace, and the Holy Spirit says, I do a new thing. Power, 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 power. Adamaka Sevesese, Shikaniva Kapahaya. Don't grow sacred, Kekema. Bibi Lama Popo Shike Papa. 
Ela kuka sike kakalika koka. Grace. Grace. He give up more grace. He give up more grace. He give up more grace. shall possess them God was speaking to Joshua I told you I said there is when God is behind you supporting you there's when he's with you anything you go through he goes through it will tell you it will be okay but there's a certain time in your life God says hold on let me go first you have come into that place the Lord thy God he will go over before thee and you will destroy these nations from before thee. Every challenge before you get there is vanquished. It's vanquished. You are no longer going to fight wars. You are bringing back the spoil. You are bringing back the spoil. A season of grace and in the season of grace 
you see more than you put in. I said, in the season of grace, you see more than you put in. In the season of grace, input is not equal to output. In the season of grace, little effort match results. The days of glory are here. The days of the glory of God are here. The days of the glory of God are here. The days of the glory of God are here. We are not waiting for any revival. It's going on. We are not waiting for any glory. It's here. The power of God is here. Pray the Holy Ghost. Pray the Holy Ghost. The Lord thy God, He will go on before thee. Jehoshaphat went to war. He did not have to fight. Remove religion from your mind. Making you think you need to suffer for everything you have. Religion is wicked. It makes you think you need to qualify before God. Relationship is better. I am not in a religion with God. I'm in a relationship with God. Listen. Remove it out of your mind that you need to always do something to please God. It is not God. Remember the prodigal son. He did not know. The prodigal son did not know that at the time he was making his decision to go back, the father had been standing outside the house. The way we view God is as though when we want to turn to him, he's sitting in one corner waiting for us to come and beg, 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 beg before we have it. That's not my God. In the parable of the prodigal son, by the time the prodigal son was making up his mind to go, he didn't even know the father had been outside anticipating his return. Our God is a God of love. What did he say in the book of Luke 11? He said in Luke 11, he said, which among you, when your son asks him for bread, you will give him a stone. Or give him a serpent. God is not holding anything from you. And that's why in a meeting like this, anything is possible. What did I say? You have come into the new level of your life. 
Job 28. Job 28. Give me 29. Yes, it's this one. Let me give you a caution before I start reading it. When I am prophesying via scripture, it is more dangerous. Because when I begin to prophesy, God gives me a scripture to back what he's saying. And when that scripture comes, I know that nothing can stop it. So, while I was prophesying, the Lord gave me the scripture. I'll tell you what's about to happen. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, All that I were as in the months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head and when by his light I walked through darkness. I'll talk about that later. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I washed my steps with butter and the rocks poured me out rivers of oil, when I went, now, God has started talking now from verse 7. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the streets, verse 8, the young men saw me and hid themselves. The aged rose, arose and stood up. Thus said the Spirit of God. You are about to become a wonder to the young and the old. You are about to become a wonder to the young and the old. Let me tell you, let me tell you. One of the reasons why, let me tell you something. One of the reasons why God raised me as a great person in my youth is that he wants to show all of you that this is what he's doing now. Lift your hand. God is doing it again in our generation. And God is raising young giants to fulfill it. God is no longer waiting for the old. I said, God is no longer waiting for the adults. God has put his hand on young people. He said, when the young men saw me, they hid themselves. And the aged arose and stood up. This is what the Lord is saying. You are going to be a wonder to your world. You are going to bring solution to your world. You are the answer to the cry of millions. young saw me they hid themselves when the young men saw me they hid themselves the agent arose and stood up Hakani 
Lift your hands, you deserve. 
Jesus you deserve it you deserve it in the overflow whether you're in your room whether you're watching online this is the time of Sakoya
Jesus, you deserve all. are connected to this meeting right now. Online. We have about 30 countries connected right now. And the gospel of Jesus is going to the ends of the earth. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the worship. Jesus, you deserve. You deserve all the Jesus, you deserve all. Jesus, you deserve all. You deserve my life, Jesus. Jesus, you deserve all. Jesus, you deserve all. Jesus, you deserve all. You know, John in the book of Revelation saw him. And that was not John's first time of seeing him. The Bible says, on the day Jesus was taking the communion with them. John had put his head on the breast of Jesus. John called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. He had such a close relationship with Jesus. I mean, he knew the man inside out. But in the book of Revelation, John saw him again. And he realized that he was not the same as the one he was eating bread with. 
his expression was I felt my feet as dead when he saw Jesus he fell to his feet as dead a man who has not known Jesus is the one who can speak anyhow about him because the one who encounters Jesus realizes that his life himself his glory himself Jesus is not only glorious he is glory himself he is grace himself he is light himself so as he stood before John God John could not say I saw the glory of God on Jesus what he saw that day was glory himself glory himself all teachings make no sense if they are not coming from Jesus himself ladies and gentlemen I submit to you that in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 said in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth I'll take you I'll take you a little into Hebrew in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth when you put it in Hebrew all the words here were translated I don't have to say it because you don't speak Hebrew so all the words here were translated in the original Hebrew text there is a word that was not translated and it was a left half a left half is the first letter in the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet but in the original Hebrew manuscript where the new test where the Old Testament was written all this all this was translated earth was translated Eretz heaven was translated Hamashayim was translated Elohim was translated Bara was translated all were translated but there was a particular word that is not part of this English that word did not make it into the English lexicon because it did not make grammatical sense because if you put that a left half in this construction it will destroy the construction grammatically so there was no translation of that word so when you read the original Hebrew a left half is not translated but in the book of Revelation ladies and gentlemen that is why it's called the book of Revelation anything that was not clear in Genesis is revealed in Revelation why because Genesis means beginning there are some plants you can never tell which plant they are in their beginning stages so not everything is clear in Genesis a lot of the things in Genesis are only shadows they need to mature for you to see the real thing for example marriage Adam and Eve coming together to form marriage is not the real thing about marriage the real marriage is what will happen in the book of Revelation the marriage supper of the Lamb so a left half 
Many Hebrew scholars look at Aleph Tav, they could not understand. Aleph Tav, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Aleph Tav does not make sense. By the book of Revelation, Jesus opened his mouth and said, I am Aleph Tav. What is Aleph Tav? Aleph Tav is beginning and the end. So he said in the book of Revelations, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. In Greek, in Greek, Alpha and Omega. In the Greek language, Alpha is the first letter. Omega is the last letter. In Hebrew, Aleph is the first letter. Tav is the last letter. So what was Jesus Christ saying? What Jesus was saying that is that what happened in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, I was in the center of it. I am. Jesus never spoke and said I have. Jesus does not speak and say I have because he does not have. He is. He said, I am the door, I am the good shepherd, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the... Let, listen, there is no man in this world who had the guts to say he was. All of them will say, they are either searching, or we should wait, or they are coming. Up to now, Confanachi is going to bring the stool. Jesus never said he's looking for something. stones because in Hebrew I am listen now let's take a little to Hebrew in Hebrew I am is not a year asha a year what God said in Exodus to Moses that I am that I am I am that I am there is a year asha a year but when Jesus was saying I am in the New Testament he used that construction because in Hebrew actually I am is not a year it is ani so the normal I am is ani so if you go to Jerusalem and say ani they know that oh you are talking about oh I am but the a year that God used is not just I am it is I am and I will be whatever I will be and that is the one Jesus because nobody uses that one because God used it in Exodus but Jesus used it when he used it they picked stones to stone him why should you use a construction that God himself used ladies and gentlemen when God said I am or I will be whatever I will be he was only beginning the revelation of something because throughout Genesis throughout Exodus Leviticus Deuteronomy and Numbers God proved it at certain times he became El Shaddai at certain times he became Nisi because if he was just one thing that means that is all 
So Moses asked a question. He asked God a question. He said, God, when I get there, who should I say sent me? You know why? Because Moses was already used to the Egyptian gods. They have God for sun. They have God for water. They have God for this. God, the God who appeared to Moses was saying, I don't do the Egyptian way. I am the God for the water. I am the God for the sun. I'm the God for provision. I'm the God for protection. I'm the God your banner. I'm the God your healer. So at different times, when they needed food, he became Jehovah Jireh. When they needed a banner, he became Jehovah Nisi. When they needed healing, he became Jehovah Rapha. When they needed to be righteousness, he became Jehovah Tsikenu. Hold on. It did not end there. Many people ended there. So you see a lot of God's people still singing. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. What they don't know is that God has graduated from being, from being called Jehovah. Sometimes when we lift such songs, it's because we look at the congregation and the level of the understanding and we can move from there. But the truth is that the scripture says God has therefore given him a name above every name. Listen. That's at the name of Jesus, not at the mention. We put mention. There's no mention there. That at the name of Jesus. So if God said, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name, above every name, even Jehovah, now, someone say, ah, how can you say that? How can you say that? The name is above Jehovah. Oh, so you've never read the scripture that says, Thou hast exalted thy word above every revelation of your name? Hold on. It's becoming hard for you to, to take it. I'll push it down your throat. Hold on. He said in the book of Psalms, He said, Thou hast, David saw the revelation. He said, Thou hast exalted thy word. Who is the word? John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. He said, Thou hast exalted thy word. Above. All thy name. What? He didn't say thou hast exalted thy word above thy name. No. He said above all thy name. That means he factored direct. He factored Nisi. He factored Tikenu. He factored Mekadishem. He factored El Shaddai. And he said, God by himself exalted his word above all the revelations of his name. All. Listen. So I ask a question. How can God exalt his word above himself? It is because when God made everything, he made space above himself. How do we know? If he did not make space above himself, where did the devil get the idea that he would make his throne above God? Because the devil saw it, that there was space above God. Because the devil said, I will go to the highest of heavens. 
because God had reserved a certain power a certain glory for his word above all the revelations of his name then someone will ask the question okay look at it for thou said in thy heart I was sent into heaven I will exalt my throne about the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Hold on. Oh, Kazizuzu Lake. He said, in the sides of the north. What's the sides of the north? In Zion, in heaven, there is no east, west, and south. There's only north. He said, in Mount Zion, the sides of the north and the city of the great king. So everything moves northward in heaven. You are trying to think think it very good it's not geography so jesus revealed in the old testament or concealed in the old testament so that different names of god were being shown Yahweh, Yahweh, Nisi, Rafa, different names. Hmm. Go to the book of Matthew twenty eight. The last but one verse. Listen. So now, there are different names of God. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Hold on. Did you notice that he did not say in the names? No, some people religion is still blocking it they are still thinking hey he didn't say in the names he said in the name that means the name of the father the son and the holy ghost is one name how do we know which name go to the book of acts you deserve all the glory You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the worship. Jesus, you deserve. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. deserve all the glory. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the glory. Acts chapter 4. Peter now went to baptize. 
According to what Jesus told them, Peter went to baptize. And the Bible says, Peter called them and baptized them, not in the names, because Father is not a name. Son is not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. They have a name. They don't have names. They have a name. Colossians chapter 2. Mind you, what I wanted to preach in my notes, I've not touched it. Verse 9. Let's start from verse 8. He said, Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That means if you go to heaven now, there's no Holy Ghost. When you go to heaven now, you never see the Father. People say, Ah, no, Pastor, Jesus Christ is sitting on the right hand side of God. Where did you see it? It's not in the Bible. Jesus is not seated on the right hand side of God. He's seated at the right hand of God. There's a difference. There's no way in the Bible that the Bible says he's sitting on the right hand side. Because there's no right hand side. There are no two thrones in heaven. There's only one throne. Because a throne is not a chair. Someone asks, so where's the father? Someone asks, where's the father? The father is here. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead in one body. Colossians chapter 2 verse 19. <laughs> it's opening. Deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the Hold on. Colossians chapter one, verse nineteen. Let's start from eighteen. And he is the head of the body, talking about Jesus. If you want to be sure, let's, let's start from 17. Because I might be, I might be speaking and there are some doubting Thomases. This is not my Bible. You can also look in your Bible. Verse 18. Let's start, let's start from 16 because I need to be sure. Okay, 15. 14. 13. Who are delivered us from the power of darkness? Is that Jesus? Or is not? Okay, 12. Since you don't believe. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Verse 13. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Who is the son? Is that settled? Okay. The next one. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God? Hold on. That means God does not have an image. 
God does not have an image. God does not have an image. The word image over there comes from the Greek word icon. The same word as you know in English called icon. This is it, icon. What is an icon? An icon is on a device. When, when you take your apps, what you see there, that Google sign is the icon. When you press it, what happens? It opens Google for you. Right? So it says, who is the icon of the invisible God? That means the invisible God, the only way you can access him. You will never open Google on your phone if you don't press the Google icon. Am I talking to somebody here? If you, if you want to open Google and you press WhatsApp icon, you are about to chat. But if you are looking for the icon of the invisible God, you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the worship. Jesus, you deserve. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the worship. Jesus, you deserve all. Go back there. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. Another day we'll talk about it. Verse 16. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. That means. Jesus is actually having fun when he sees the demons walking around. It's like video game for him. He said everything was created for him. So when the demons are moving around, he's looking and says, see these guys. Never miss a meal for the devil. Someone said, I had a bad dream. Bad dream. So because of that, I'm going to fast. Wrong. When you have a bad dream, look for Gobe. Am I talking to somebody here? When you have a bad dream, they say when you dream and you are eating your dream, fasting, me, me. They said if I dream and I'm eating in my dream, it means they are giving me witchcraft. Me. 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 They can give me witchcraft. Me. In your dream. In your dream. When you see Banku in the dream, ask them for okra soup. Shebala bakaba. Ask 
Do you have Wele? Do you have Wele? Give me Wele. I like my okra soup with crab. I said I like it with crab. I like crabs in it. I will not be happy if you don't add Kobe. I will not be happy. Do you know Kako? Balance on it. Sit down in the dream. Don't feel shy. Don't be afraid. Ask for juice. Sit down. Wash your hand. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. When you wake up, you say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen. Listen. It is not biblical. In the Bible, in the Bible, only God gave people food. The devil never fed anybody. The closest he came for to, to feeding anybody was telling Jesus to turn it into, into bread. He, he didn't even have food to give Jesus. I said, if you have a bad dream and a dog was chasing you, when you wake up, don't say three days fasting. When you wake up, ask where the Gobesela is. Am I talking to somebody here? Buy Gobe 10 cities. Plantain 10 cities. When you take the Gobe, take your spoon, sit down on one side, then begin to recite The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the devil before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my enemies. Was chasing you. Is it of you? Pastor, Pastor, no. Open to Psalm 24. Are you ready? Or you want you want us to cry? A bad dream? Me. Me. You gave me demons. Then the demons are about to be born again. Hey! I said the demons are about to be born again. No evil shall befall you. Learn how to discipline the devil. The earth is the Lord's. Let's go. And the fullness there.
Give me Psalm 21. To the chief musician, Psalm of David. Let's go. On whose head? On my head! I've shared this testimony before. I'll share it again. Because it happened. We were going from Kwewu to Accra. We were sitting in a car. We are on the mountain. And all of a sudden, a fog came. Those of you who have been to that side, you know what I'm talking about. It can sometimes be so thick, you are seeing nothing. We saw the fog. So thick. On two occasions, our driver nearly ran into the mountain. On two occasions. Because he was not seeing anything. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me. <laughs> then I realized that if I don't do something about the fog, I'll die like a chicken. A Christian is not supposed to die like a chicken. But I knew that if I don't do something about this thing, I was waiting for God to do something. God was waiting for me to do something. This is three nights of faith and power, you understand? We, we, are, we are discussing higher matters. I was sitting in the car. Then it was as though God was telling me, if you like, keep quiet. Voila, voila. Because, of course, not me. If the car had gotten an accident, all they would say, oh, he was a great man of God. The Lord gave it, and the Lord take it. Meanwhile, God didn't take it. I was quiet. God didn't take it. I was quiet. So, when the fog was coming there, I sat. Claude, were you in the car that day? You were in the car that day. You were at the back. Come. What did I do? Eh? I said, fog. Clear off. Immediately. Immediately. All the fog left. I said, driver, you can drive now. Jesus could talk to the storm. I could talk to the fog. Am I talking to somebody here? Jesus said, if you shall say to this mountain, that problem in your family is also a mountain. Look at the problem in the eye. Stop begging God. You enter your house. When you get home, you say, hey, mommy, I've come. Daddy, I've come. I have come home. I have come home. And you stand in the middle of the house. You say, and in the name of Jesus, problem, move. I kabakasagaya. Don't don't. Like, Christians have made tongues very unattractive. 
They made it very unattractive. It's like it doesn't do anything. I don't waste my tongues. No, I don't waste my tongues. I connect my heart and my mind. And I stand in one place. Ikalagasis. Metallicava. Listen, when you eat the banku in the dream, and you eat the water in the dream, they will stop bringing it. Because they'll be running at a loss. If the, the, the aim, if the aim of the, the banku and the wache is to give you demons, they'll realize that it's not, it's not achieving its purpose. And just in case you wake up, try and sleep again and ask them for toothpick because you need to. family we, we don't really know things hey stop that hey 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 they tell you you know in this family we don't have anything we are nobodies we are nothing if it is your mother telling you that don't answer her there because she can be offended. And it's not good for your mother to be offended. You say, mmm. 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 You know, we don't have anything. Mmm. Then you go back to the house, at, at the back of the house. You say, out of me, out. Out. Out of me. I know who I am. 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 Go back there. Colossians. Seventeen, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Oh, come on, the firstborn from the dead. You know, let me explain that. The firstborn from the dead. He was the first person to come out of spiritual death. Because if it is first, first person to be come out of death. Elisha raised someone from the dead. Even Jesus raised someone from the dead. So then he's not the firstborn. Over here he's talking about he's the firstborn from the dead. The firstborn to come out of spiritual death. He said that in all things he might have the preeminence. 
Okay. This is my point. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. So when you get to heaven, all fullness dwells in Jesus. I think he deserves a clap in this place. You deserve all the life to Jesus this is the moment yes